Do you experience digital eye strain from too much blue light exposure from digital screens? Baxter blue glasses are not your average frames. These blue light lenses filter 80% of the highest energy blue light, eliminating 99% of glare. The past year, we've all been glued to our devices more than ever. I know me for one, I've been doing more podcasting and reading to do research for those podcasts. Our exposure to digital light has soared, and our eyes and our sleep are suffering as a result. Baxter Blue is also a force for good and provides a pair of reading glasses for someone in need for every pair sold. This is eyewear built for our digital age, and Baxter Blue has given our listeners 10% off your next purchase of blue light, sleep, or kids' glasses. Click the link in our show notes for your exclusive discount. This is the sign that you've been waiting for to invest in blue light glasses. We know you will love your Baxters, and we know that you will feel the difference. Yeah, Mr. Chaos, boot to the face. Let's go. California to Georgia, we get it poppin', homie. We taking over the game, so fuck who hatin' on me. We bounty hunting, taking all of the trash out. Your podcast, a one-hit wonder like Smash Mouth. Y'all can talk all that big shit, don't wanna hear it. Shout out to the one and only Santana Garrett. Top rope, dropping elbows from other leagues. Boot to the face, hook the leg, it's one, two, three. Chris Rucker, Marty V making mics melt. The mill friendly podcast, don't make your wife melt. Beer drinking, this whiskey chugging, this podcast. We just sit back and laugh and tell them top that Competition is missing, you know they died off Every shirt they put to work is looking fly, boss You want the best in audio, there's nowhere to go Another episode right now, start the show Welcome to Boot to the Face, episode something or another (laughs) Wow, wow Uh, 135? Shit. I don't know. Well, do we need to redo this? Because, damn. No, we're just going to leave this in. We're, this is boot to the face. Uh, coming back after a week off, WrestleMania. Uh, Mario had some, some things going on. And we're back. And we're ready to talk some professional wrestling. Marty, how you doing? We're doing good for being episode 135. Um, it's been a rough <laughs> week and a half. I'm not going to lie. Um, everything, dude. Just listen like Everything's just hitting all at once. Um, yeah. Doing my best to keep my head afloat. I'm not even going to lie. Um, didn't watch wrestling at all last week. That's just how out of it I was. Um, but no, man. This week, it's it's better than last week. That's for damn sure. Um, but still, still kind of... Still kind of uh, down there. Um, but getting by. So that's that's about... Not to be a downer, but that's kind of where yeah. I'm sitting. I mean, yeah, that's where it is. So hopefully everything starts getting better. Um, I don't really have anything to complain about except for this hangover I got. Um, <laughs> you know what? Like, with all the stuff that's negative this week, like there is positives. I mean, I, I got a new truck this week, so can't complain there. I saw. Um, I mean, I can't complain about the reason why I had to get a new truck because that sucked. Um, wasn't planning on game until the end of the summer, but got had to get one a little earlier. Um, what year is it? Twenty twenty one. Damn, fresh off Big the lot, heavyweight. And then, uh, uh, you know, you know, ran into Melvin Gordon again this week, so that was fun. Oh yeah, that was fun. 
Aaron um, Rodgers' newest teammate pretty soon. Um. <laughs> so, he's buying a bed, right? And he's buying a bed for a different location. And I look at him. He's like, nah. I'm just looking at him like, dude, what the fuck's going on? So, I'm like, kind of by my dad's like, Googling. Something happened? Something happened? He's like, nah, this is my summer home. I'm like, God, he's like, I don't go back to Denver until July. I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. Speculate. I'm, I'm become a, a source like all these other yahoos out there. Yeah. Um, fucking A, man. If You know what? Ugh. You know how many times I got messaged by people that day about him going to the Broncos? I just wanted to. It's funny because you hate the Broncos. Uh, so it's like, and you lived in Colorado. You hate the Broncos. Of all 31 other teams he could have went to. The rumor is he's going to the Broncos. That's that's hilarious. I fucking hate it so much. At least y'all got love. Isn't that his name? Yeah. If it wasn't for that jackass, we wouldn't be in the situation we're in now. He didn't draft himself. Don't blame him. No, but he's the one that got drafted. He could have sucked. No over he could have sucked a little more. He did. That's why they drafted him so late. Nah. <laughs> well, then he could have sucked a little bit more. I mean, eventually <laughs> the Raiders would have picked him up or something. Yeah, I went out last night, uh, called up with an old friend, and have you ever drank, and you you end up way drunker than what you think you should be for how much you drank? Yes, yes. That's I what drank, happened to me last I night. I was drinking Terramana tequila margaritas last night. Yeah, that's some good shit. And I was like, I know I haven't, like, I'm not gonna lie to you with everything, so just, I mean, my, my grandfather passed, my car died. Um, hell, one more thing happened, I would have made a country song, but they, uh, you know, I, I feel I've done really well this last week with staying away from the alcohol, um, because for me that, that quickly could have been a different situation. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I honestly don't think I've had a drink at all this last week until last night. And I just, yesterday, you know, I got home from work. Uh, I worked on, yesterday was the third day I worked on like the last week and a half, um, I was like, you know what? <laughs> I had that bottle sitting there. I'm like, that just sounds like we had some margarita mix. I'm like, it just sounds so good. Luckily, I had enough to make like two glasses. Um, and then it got to the, t- t- you know, tear them out of straight. But, and I haven't done tequila straight like that in forever, like, like almost a decade. But that first one, I'm like, holy hell. I don't know if it's because I haven't drank in a while or because the tequila or because both. But this yeah. shit is hitting on a whole new level. Like, I know it's hitting because my ears are burning right now. Like, that's how shit, I know shit's working. Yeah, I went to uh, I went to the bar. You know, I'm fully vaccinated. Georgia's pretty much open back up. Cases are down. Like, I think we all just decided, not we, but, like, everybody in Georgia decided there is no more COVID. Like, shit's opened up. You know, people are rarely wearing masks and stuff like that. So, I went out last night with a buddy of mine. And I didn't feel like I drank that much. But when it was time to go home, I was like, I got to call my wife to come get me. And I got out of my car. I was My car was parked at the bar. I was sitting in my car waiting on her. And I was like, ooh, what is that? I got out. I'm throwing up everywhere. Like, in the middle of the parking lot. And I made sure I took my keys out of the thing in case, like, cops or something saw me. So they couldn't say I was behind the wheel. And, yeah, I was just sitting there throwing up, waiting on her. And, uh... 
she was re- recounting the conversation we were having on the way home. And I'm like, don't talk to me while I'm drunk. That's not fair. <laughs> like, <laughs> whatever I said cannot be held against me in a court of law because I was, I woke up this morning at like eight and I felt good. Um, I was going to see if she could take me to get my car this morning. Cause I got, a, I got a lot to do today. Like I got to get her a blinker and replace it on her car. I have to, uh, I got a lot of meat that I'm cooking. I'm meal prepping for the week. Every Sunday, I'll grill like a bunch of chicken and shit and mm-hmm. separate it and take it to work. I got that. I'm smoking ribs. Like, I got a lot to do today, but I can't do any of it because my car is fucking eight miles away. <laughs> and I got to go get it. So, yeah, that's uh, that's how my night went. I eight felt good this away, morning. Man. Don't you do more than that on, at, at the gym on the run? Don't you do more cardio than at the gym? No. Fuck no. Just make that shit your cardio for the day. <laughs> I ain't doing any cardio today. Like, them rings will not be getting closed today. Oh, man, um, dude. Like, my, my where I live, my complex sucks so bad as far as parking goes. And in my parking spot, I have my bike is at the end of my parking spot. My car fit in there. It hung out a little bit, but still underneath the awning. Um, And, like, they only give us one spot. So, like, she parks her car in a free spot or, like, out in the, in the front, you know, whatever. <laughs> my truck... My truck does not fit in my parking spot. That's funny. And by the time I get home from work at night, which is nearly 9 to 9.30, there ain't no free parking spots. So I'm literally having to park at the park behind my house or behind the complex and like down the corner to the other, at the end of the other complex. So I'm <laughs> like, this is really, I'm like, no, 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 no. This is not going to work. This is not going to happen. Bullshit. LA's not made for pickup trucks. So <laughs> we've been doing this where she like when when it, the days like I work late, she finds a parking spot and it parks her car there. And then when I we do the bait and switch, so when I pull oh and up, then she parks she, in your spot. Yep, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's man. The other day we had to take I had to take the baby to get the to the doctor's for his appointment for his four month appointment. And between the night before of walking to the middle of nowhere to get my car, come back. And then walk, tear, carry the carry his him all the way to the car, and then walk all the way through the hospital up and down. I'm like, yeah, I ain't doing shit. Mm. My legs, my legs, my legs are already bad. They messed up because, you know, I may have injured them a couple weeks about a month ago, and there's still no, you know, when you hit that threshold, it takes a little bit longer for shit to heal <laughs> properly. So I'm like, ah, oh. yeah, this this sucks. This sucks. Yeah, I'm like I said, I was uh. This morning when I woke up the first time, I was feeling good. I was like, you know, when you drink way too much the night before you wake up and you're like scared to get out of the bed because, you know, when you get out of the bed, like that's when it's going to hit you. Yes. And I'm laying there and I'm like, I really got to pee, but I don't feel bad right now and I don't want to feel bad. So I got up, used the bathroom. I was fine. Went downstairs, got some water. I wanted to go get my car then, but my wife was asleep and I was like, I don't wake her up because she already woke up at 1 a.m. to come get me. So I went back to sleep. And then I woke up thinking that I overslept past the podcast. And so I ate. I, I bought lemon pepper wings home from the bar last night. I ate that. And now I feel like shit. Like, <laughs> after all these hours of feeling good, now it's hitting me. that like, oh, yeah, you drank a lot last night. <clears throat> Might just Uber home, man. Man, I wasn't in any condition to be. I don't know. I don't, I don't. Honestly, I'd have to, like, go back through my. She told me I texted her three times and told her I was at Twin Peaks. And she was like, we talked on the phone and you told me you were at Twin Peaks. And you kept texting me saying, I'm at Twin Peaks. I was like, maybe you were taking too long. <laughs> like, but 
anyway, so yeah, that's it. It's the hungover episode of uh, Boot to the Face. Other than that, man, uh, I ran up on a Big Van Vader figure the other day. I Got that. that. That that thing is fantastic. I opened it up. I took... Uh, you know the one thing I don't like about Sting Elite figures, like the Surfer Sting? They put the, these jackets on them, right? And the jackets are so fucking stiff, and you can't get them off. I always wanted them to do like a cloth robe that he used to wear when he was the younger Surfer Sting. Mm-hmm. But they always put these little rubber jackets on them. So I have this... Uh, it's a green, he's got green, white, and black face paint and a green and black jacket and like white pants. And I wanted to put him and Vader on the same shelf, but the jacket just makes his arms fucking stick out and you can't move the jacket at all. So I was trying to take the jacket off. I couldn't, I had to take scissors and cut the fucking jacket off. So now the jacket's in the trash and I'm pissed off because the jacket looks dope, but it sucks. Like it's anyway, there's so the a, Vader figure was there's a, dope. There's a rock figure. I remember like even the old Jack specifics. Like, the sleeves are cut off so his arms fit through it. Yeah. But this shit's so damn... It's like, once you get it off, you're, it's not going back on. Yeah, it just exactly. It stays on the whole time, time. And again, like, with Sting is the, the surface Sting, they had ample opportunities to release one where he would wear those long cloth robes. I mean, that uh, Evolution of Sting collection I got, there's one or two, there's two of them up there where he's got robes on. Yeah. And the robes are like cloth. And it's like, why couldn't Mattel do that? They do it for flair. Right. Well, because it's fucking flair, man. Um, even Charlotte's robe was, you know, yeah, that like was that. that. Well, yeah, even even Macho Man's. Like, the Macho Man one was pretty, you know, but. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. The, uh, uh, but yeah, they, they don't do that. They don't do the cloth very often. What, the rock? Does the rock have cloth? Yeah, the rock has cloth in both his figures. Um, but even the Bella Twins, the Bella Twins came with cloth, uh, tops and everything. Um, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Hey, I'm but looking I... now the 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 defining moments. Uh, Sting from a Great American Bash. That jacket is the same way. It's stiff as hell. Right. But then his uh, his elite figure where he's the crow and he's got a red scorpion shirt on. That jacket at least moves in, around enough to where you can kind of move his arms, even though you can't take the jacket it's off. It's like so, the, that I Becky the the man elite that came yeah. out. Like that that ja- that little vest thing she had. Little, on that yeah, one. little that fake one, leather oh, jacket. Man, that that thing's hard as hell to get off and on. Um, yeah. But I got the, so remember I told you a couple weeks ago how I ordered those one figures I saw came across. Uh-huh. Those are they finally came in. They do look sick as hell, but I was not expecting. They're at least action figures and. They're they're fucking like two inches tall. I'm like, does he got cool. a construction hat on? They're still cool. What's that? Did he have a hat on? No, it's, a, it's oh just, no yeah. sunglasses. But I'm like, okay. I mean, the, you know, they're cool. They're still cool, but I'm like, yeah, that's not what I was different. expecting. What's the name of them? Um, man, I, I don't remember. I don't remember. I'm not gonna. I probably will buy more of them when they release more, but. I got an email from Ringside asking me if my order from January 31st has come in yet. And I'm like, what the fuck did I order on January 31st? And I go back and look, and it's the Cody TNT Championship mm-hmm. one. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I didn't get it. But it told me to wait 24, 48 hours before I responded to the email if I didn't get it. So I don't know if those are shipping or if that was just an email that was At least auto. you got an email from them. Yeah. I mean, I pre-ordered a bunch of shit from Walmart for Funko Day's. A bunch of shit. 
lunch pails, t-shirts, pops, bunch of shit. And then they never showed up. And a week after the last notice, of, well, you're, it's been pushed back. Oh, yeah, this was canceled. Well, why is it canceled? Uh, well, there, it was out of stock at the, at the at the distribution center. Well, what does that have to do with me? I ordered this shit pre-order. Like, my order should have been, pers- been first. This yeah, I don't hidden, understand This that. shit is hitting shelves, but you don't have it to fulfill my order? I was pissed, dude. And now I can't I don't find understand them that anywhere. I'm like, this is bull. You, show me, you sent me that picture the other day. I was pissed. I'm like, are you fucking Oh, is that me? what you're looking for? Dude, all those. I had the two-pack with right. The Rock and Austin. I had the two-pack with Rock and Mankind. I had the China figure. Uh, I had the... There was a Rock and Austin tin, like, tin lunch pail. Uh, dude, there was so much shit I got, <clears throat> and none of it came I can't out. remember which Walmart I went to to see it, but I, I go to a lot of Walmarts throughout the week, like, while I'm at work and for work. So I'll keep an eye out, and then uh, if you text me which ones you're looking for, I'll just grab them for you, and, and we'll work it out. All right, man. Oh, yeah, I'll, if I'll, I see them again. I'll show you. But. Yep. Uh, I don't think I picked up anything else. I got, Like I said, I got that Vader. Um, I've been seeing, I've been seeing a lot more <coughs> figures on the shelves lately, so that's good. Like, nothing I want. Like, I'll go to Walmart now, and they'll be stocked with Elite, so that's good. I find way more AEW figures at Target than I do Walmart now. Like, I feel like Target always has a box of AEW figures now, no matter what AEW Target I go to. I have on the shelf in forever. Um, I haven't gone to Walmart to look. Dude, I haven't looked at all. I, I happened to glance at them when they passed through at Target, just because they've been so out of, you know... Um, they're, they're starting to get a couple things. They're, I mean, the shelves are full still, but it's, it's, it's mostly, it's like Bobby Heenan and AJ, um, yeah. and shit like that. And I'm like, oh. the ones that are on there, like, I already got those. I don't need any Goldbergs. I don't want an edge. How about we get another figures up there finally? Man, those edges are fucking everywhere right yep. now. Both of them. Um, maybe the WWE heard about, should have seen that. And, uh, oh, and the fucking, maybe just going to uh, sit there. Maybe we shouldn't bring it back to WrestleMania. <laughs> Riho and the fucking Young Bucks. That's all I see. You got Young Bucks out now. everywhere? Both of them. It's always, if, is if it's sec- three figures, the second, it's... Is the, the second yeah, one the second ones where they're doing the little fucking pose. Because I, uh, and... I only have the one Nick that you sent. Um, is it, or is it Matt? It's one of them. But yeah, I haven't seen that Jackson at all out here. It's fucking their yeah, hometown. They're, they're everywhere. That's they the only there. one... That's the only one I see. Every now and then I'll come across a Pac, but usually it's Riho and the Jacksons. Um... Yeah, so that's it. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll get into some actual wrestling talk. Um, I haven't watched much. I have, but I haven't. Like I, I pretty much watch it on like highlights now. I watch Raw every Monday like a fucking idiot, and then <laughs> NXT is a little easier to watch now, and it's on Tuesdays. But I still just kind of like me and my wife will be watching TV, and then after we're done, I'll kind of skim through it before I go to bed. But for the most part, man, I watch wrestling on Fast Forward now. The pay-per-views are where it's at for me now. But we'll take a break, and we'll come back and talk about the latest Impact pay-per-view and a couple other things that went on in the world of pro wrestling. We are back. Boot to the face. Marty's playing with his action figures in the background. I'm Rucker. That's Marty. I'm trying to get Dwayne to stand still. Sorry. <laughs> we had a, um Impact pay-per-view last weekend. With a lot of news coming out of it, but mainly the news is Kenny Omega is now your AAA heavyweight champion, your AEW heavyweight champion, and your Impact Wrestling heavyweight champion. He actually has four belts, Marty, because Impact has two titles for their world champion. 
So, Kenny Four Belts. Kenny Four Belts. Kenny Quads. Um... I'm I'm good with this. I like it. I'm not gonna lie. I want him. I want him to call up and you know tell New Japan, hey, you know what? You guys got the IWGP US champ, or you guys got the US title going on on um, AEW this week. How about you bring that title over here and let me face for that championship? Um, give Kenny that title too. I don't care. Give him that title as well. Give him that. IWGP, whatever the bullshit they want to call it now, heavyweight world heavyweight championship. Um, now that's two titles into one. Um, and then I want him to separate it. I'm like, hey, Coda, you fucked up. Boom, split the titles. Um, so my question is, who do you think in Impact is going to be the one to take the title back from Omega? Because I don't, I don't see them having anybody big enough. Like Rich Swan was the fucking champion. Honestly, you I know, think like, Rich Swan ends up getting it back, but Moose was all right um, as the champ. He's got a lot of like behind the off the field issues, as they say. So <clears> people <throat> just hate on him. I don't. I don't exactly know what they are. I'll just see stuff on Twitter, so I don't want to speak on it. What they are, but I know he's got some off the field stuff. But I like. I like Moose uh, in ring. Like he's he's really he's a really good character. I think he'd be good to beat Omega. I think Chris Bay, if they built him up, like they always get him into a title picture and then he loses. He lost the fucking Triple X title match and then he lost the heavyweight title match to Rich Swan. Like I feel like Chris Bay and Omega would put on a really good show. Um, other than that, man, I don't I don't know. Like I don't see Sammy Callahan beating Omega. It's gonna it's gonna uh, it's gonna be Car- Matt Cardona. You know that? He can't even beat fucking Brian Myers. Oh, then again, you know what? They do got a new signee at Impact Wrestling who made his Impact debut the same night Kenny Omega won the title. And you can't teach that. You know, maybe they built him up. Maybe they built Morrissey up to come and get that title. I I saw a thing on Twitter the other day, and it just made me sad. One night, the microphones weren't working for Big Cass and Enzo, mm-hmm. and they did their entire promo without a microphone, and the crowd did it for them. Like, that's how fucking over they were. Right. Like, how far have they fallen? Like, that was... He looks good, though. He looks like, uh, as the as the meme online said, he looks like a much bigger, muscular, younger Edge. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's true. Um, he looks, you know, reminiscent to that of, like, Edge slash Test. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean the he's dude's like twelve shape, months. Though. He's like twelve months sober now. Like that's that's one of his key elements. Like he's been talking about his twelve months sober and back yeah. on the men. You know, that's good, man. Good for know, him doing his thing. Hopefully, he stays away from Enzo. And Enzo doesn't fuck him over. Um, Kenny's got all three belts. Like I, I don't know who's gonna win that. I do see well, a thing online about was everybody's. He was challenged this week for the who? Mega AAA. Oh, so. Homeboys at home chilling, um, looking at the third and fourth version of Charlotte, um, and he's getting bored. The man got a job, so why not challenge? Andrade's challenging Omega for the AAA Championship. I'd watch that match. Uh, I think it'd be a good match. I actually really do, and I think I think that that happens. Then Andrade takes it. You know what? Like I'm looking at, the, I was looking at things, and he's had that title for like damn near two and a half years. And he's defended it like three times. Oh, he's Brock Lesnar in that shit. Oh man, he's had that shit 
if Brock Lesnar defends his title way more than Kenny Omega defends that AAA title. <laughs> and the guy who won the title from is on his roster right now. So it's like, I don't know. I, I think that if he fights someone like Andrade, he loses that title. Let's hope so. Um, speaking of Charlotte, a little thing that I noticed online, uh, your boy Meltzer hmm. said she was going to get more augmentation done. That's why she got suspended. She was suspended indefinitely and fined $100,000. And came back the next week. Well, she got online and went in on his ass. And, of course, everybody else did, too. And then she's back the next week. I don't think it was a reaction from... I wonder if WWE is doing stuff now just to, like, find out who the leaks are. Like, that is... The story he put out was crazy with Mm -hmm. the fact that she was back the next week. So I wonder if they were like, all right. We're going to say she's suspended indefinitely. We're going to tell this person this. We're going to tell this person this. And we'll tell this person this. And whichever one of those stories Meltzer writes, we know which one is the leak. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that they do something like that and start getting rid of these people. Because, honestly, it's ruining it's ruining wrestling. It's, it's taking away the fun from me. Because every time I get online, somebody's telling me what the storyline is for the next four months. And it's like, I don't want to know what the storyline is. I just want to watch it. Exactly. Like, I don't understand why people have to be so fucking, like, in the know. Like, we don't go into an Avengers movie wanting to know if fucking Thanos is going to win or not. We want to sit there and watch the movie and find out what happens. We don't give a fuck who the writer is of this scene and who booked this match and who choreographed this fight. Like, none of that shit matters. You go in, you sit your ass down, and you enjoy it. Or you don't enjoy it. Either way. But all that shit's pissing me off. So Meltzer got drugged by Charlotte. She came right back. Um, clearly she's not getting whatever surgery he said she was getting. So she's back and Daniel Bryan's gone. Well, um, Daniel Bryan's gone from one at one show. His ass is going to show up somewhere else. And I hope it's, I hope it's NXT. Well, for one reason, for a couple reasons. One, it brings some more, you know, name talent down there to NXT to bring those people up and make that more legitimate of a, of a brand, which it should be. Um, secondly, I don't watch NXT as much as the other stuff. So that means even less I have to see Daniel Bryan. <laughs> I think Bryan would fit in good with NXT. That's, I think a, that's so too. a good take. Um, NXT's built more for him. He's more of an ROH, AEW type wrestler anyway. He's not so much character driven besides the, uh, the what was what was his heel thing? The new Daniel Bryan? Yeah. That was good. That was real character driven. But other than that, he's really just a wrestler. And in NXT, he would fit in perfectly. Go down there and put on really good matches with really good wrestlers that are like him. Um, so yeah, yeah well, I guess he, I think you got what happens, and then we see him versus Champa, him versus Gargano, him versus Cole, him and Balor going for the title. You know, it's uh, you know, it's it's just stuff like that. Um, yeah, I, I think that there's a lot of um, opportunities for him yeah. down there. Uh, I, th- I think I think that works out really well for him, and I think he should should stay go down there, and then you know just brings another top talent down to that brand and ele- elevates it more. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't know if he's done or if he's going somewhere else, but we'll we'll see. Also, in that match, the debut of the new Roman Reigns theme. Uh, how'd you like it? I I had to hear it a couple times before I judged it, but how'd you like it? Um, I'm not gonna lie. I was happy that I was happy that they got a new a new theme song for him. Um, 
But then after that, I'm like, you know what? Like, I was just thinking, like, it just has too much, so much going on in it. I like it and I don't like it. Um, it, At the beginning, it has too much of a reminiscent of, like, Bailey. Bailey, but also Seth Rollins as the Messiah, like his whole intro. Um, but and then like the, I felt like they're trying to give like a, like an island theme to it at the same time, but it comes off more like Japanese to me than than like Samoan island Samoa. You know what I mean? I don't know. It it just seemed like they're blending a lot to make it. Which at the end of the day, it all it all comes together pretty nice the way it like progresses in throughout it. But I'm like. I feel like something a little more like powerful, yeah, would have been better for him. You know what I mean? And that, that's the. But other than that, I mean, I, I'm I'm just I'm I'm happy that they finally got away from the shield theme and uh, gave him something new. It's about time. Could have been something better, but I'm I'm gonna take it with what they have. Yeah, I uh, I don't like the beginning of it. Like you said, it's it's a little Bailey and Seth Rollins ish. And then as it kind of progresses, I do like that. It's like an island theme. And then you just kind of imagine like when crowds are back, you got this motherfucker walking out there, sonoring all slow with that music playing in the background, people booing the shit out of him. Like, that'll be good. Mm-hmm. I'm not seeing, though, like if he ever changes the tribal chief character and goes another way, like it won't fit at all. Like, if he's not the guy, he can't come out to that music. That's like fucking Thanos music. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just be a mid-carder coming out with it. Not that he will be, but there were years where he was nowhere around the title picture. You can't have that kind of music when you're not the guy. Right? Like, get your shit playing and get down to the ring. Just get yeah. your ass down here. Um, um, but yeah. I, I, I want to know why they didn't do it at WrestleMania. WrestleMania was like three weeks ago. You telling me that shit wasn't ready then? Like, why would you not do that at WrestleMania? Why would you do that at a random SmackDown? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, and my only thought on that, because I was thinking about that too. I'm like, you know what? That like, is really like the three weeks out, and they could have done that a month out. Um, I think it had to do with the fact they're trying to build this matchup with Daniel Bryan to be like this end-all, be-all match, and make it a pay-per-view quality match. I mean, it was damn near like 30 minutes. And I think that they felt like they might have just, either it wasn't ready, they just didn't want to release it yet, or they just waited take it, took their time. But I feel like they were waiting for this moment to use it here because they were trying to make this be bigger than a regular wrestling, like SmackDown-y match. Um, I mean, there's re- like the whole damn paper, the whole damn card, they were just amping up this match. And then, you know, these two fighters and... This is a you know, this is a pay per view main event. This is yeah. this and that. I'm like, you know, I made a post. I thought night. it was a good match. I enjoyed I it was the a good match. match too. But I love Roman time. using the power bomb as much as he, and not like a a little soft power bomb yeah. like he used to do. He's actually like letting them go and slamming the fuck out of him. I love the fact that he just beat the dog shit out of Brian at the end of it and like choked him out. Yes, and the psychology of his arm being fucked up and him having to use the other arm to choke him out, <laughs> like that was good too. So. uh I liked it. I enjoyed it. No Jay Uso anywhere for the people that don't like Jay Uso getting involved. He did it by himself. Um, and then Uso came out at the end to help her from Cesaro. Where the fuck is Edge? <laughs> That's funny you say that. Sarah asked the same thing. And I'm like, I have no idea. Dude, like he, he's made his, his requirements. He made his his quota for the first half. We'll see him maybe SummerSlam. I, yeah. I don't know. 
I mean, I see them all the time on pegs, but I haven't seen them on TV in a while. <laughs> nice. Um, speaking speaking of Sarah, she'll like this. So I'm upstairs the other day. Me and Layla are sitting in the same room, and she's watching TV. You know when uh, she's watching like some. It's not Nick Jr., but it's something like that. Like uh, kind of like iCarly and shit like that. Like real TV shows with real people. Well, she's watching her version of it. And I'm not paying attention to what it is. And Trey comes walking through the room and he's like, Layla, why are you watching four dudes with no shirt on sing on TV? And I look at the TV and it's like some little boy band that's on the TV show and they don't have shirts. And Layla, without thinking about it, looks at Trey and said, why don't you go back to playing Minecraft in your room and let me vibe? <laughs> and, and Trey, Trey went to say something back to her. She goes, yeet, and puts her hand up. <laughs> he's like, dad, what the hell? Like, I don't know what to tell you, man. I don't know what yeet means, but I guess it means shut the fuck up because that's that's how she said it. So, oh snap, that's fantastic. Poor Trey, yeah. feel bad for you, kid. Yep. Uh, speaking of kids, Darby Allen's in the main event again, and I don't think you like it. I enjoyed the. F- I I think they put him in the main event this week for the angle that took place afterwards, though, with, with Sting, Ethan and, Page, yeah. and and Scorpio and Sting and everybody. But yeah, he's I mean, he's putting on decent matches, but they're they're predictable. Like you kind of know he's gonna win. You know yeah, he's gonna he, get his ass kicked the whole match, and then win with a roll up. Seriously, and he's main evented Dynamite more in the last six months than anybody else. I get he's the he's a champion, but he won. He's not, I, I understand that Kenny Omega is not gonna be fighting every night. Um, but man, Darby Allen, I don't care what anyone says. Darby Allen is not a main eventer. I don't care if he's got a title or not. Guess what? Crash Holly was a European title. Crash Holly was a Europe or a light heavyweight title champion. He wasn't main eventing the card. Just saying. Just Crash Holly's not as popular as Darby though. What? Darby's Darby's really popular. He is. I'll really give popular, him. I mean, he's not my bag, but he's popular as well, hell. They have so, so much mean, better talent that could be headlining those cards. It's just well, I mean, it's all about numbers. Like they, you'd it. have to look into. What the ratings are when he's main event? Is he if he's popping a number at that nine thirty slot, like towards the main event? Why not keep putting him out there? I mean, I get it, but it just makes you wonder how much higher would it be if somebody else was in that spot? Like who? Anyone they build up? They, I mean, they don't let anyone else do anything. Hangman Page is pretty much the opening act fucking, every week, mm. and then he lost this past they week. Brian Cage looked like he almost that was died. Bullshit. Was it a squash? I it didn't watch the entire near. match. It was damn near a squash. Like I don't remember him having any offense at all. Yeah, like I, it, it started. It's, let's put it this way: it started, and then all of a sudden, it was like, "Here's the young bucks fighting the Seidel brothers." Like, <laughs> what the fuck just happened? Uh, I mean, they've been building this dude up again for the. He was on what, like time. a seventeen match win streak or something like that. It's like yeah. they build him up just so they can just squash him. Like, uh, you thought you were going to grab close to that ring. Nah, we're not going to take you back a notch. Hey, man, I'm, I'm not, I don't have any comments on what they're doing with Hangman Page because every time I tweet something out about it, all his little stands come after me and tell me that I'm stupid and don't know wrestling. But the guy's been the most over person in the company for damn near two years now, and you just constantly, like, his storyline keeps changing. It's like they don't know what they're doing with him. Like every time they get something that works, they're like, "Oh, never mind." He's it's almost had, like Rusev in WWE. Yeah. Like he's over his shit, and then they change it. Like he's had the most character, character changes, yeah, in W in AEW than anybody else, and they've only been around for two and a half years. Yep. I mean, he was the elite. He was the alcoholic. 
He was the whiskey drinker. He was the uh, the tag team champion. He was the Discord. He you know with with the elite. He was um, is dark he gonna order. where's he gonna go next? And then there's a dark order, and it's not just same Hangman Page every single time. It's a different Adam Page, uh, which is credit to him because he's doing what he can with what they're giving him. But seriously, give the dude a direction, give him a spot, and make it happen. Like that dude could take that 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 company to a whole new level um but they just won't let him happen like how give him the, the tnt championship i find it more credible under on his waist than i do on darby allen yeah i think uh one of the things one of the people so rudely told me when i said they didn't know what they were doing with him was he was supposed to he was going to be the one to fight Brody lee but clearly it wasn't for the title because cody had taken the title from Brody lee so and obviously Brody passed away unexpectedly, but which they like, I know you said you haven't really watched much, but they brought him into this week's pro, uh, montage as well, like the whole with ten like fighting for the TNT Championship. Yeah, was like uh, they like brought it as like a manifest from Brody kind of thing. Hmm. And it was like interesting. Okay, got it. Is it though? But um. I don't know Miro and Kip Sabian. I I, I don't know if you see, did you see the Miro, and, and um, no, but I saw Penelope Ford. Yeah, we all did. Um, Sheesh. This is probably Miro. Miro beat the shit out of Sabian first of all, uh, which is fantastic. <laughs> they but they starts off like, whoa, we want to try to talk to Miro. Miro and Kip have been trying to talk for a while now, and they go back to the locker room, and you know he's like, oh, everything okay, and then. <laughs> Mirror just beats the shit out of him. And then he like cobbles, so he like puts him in his arm and calls him. I like, I forgive you. It's okay. I forgive you now. We're good now. I'm a, I'm a go. I forget. I beat your ass. Now it's kind of it was kind of like the Jay Uso and Roman. Like I beat yeah. your ass, but we're good. We're good now. We're good. Now. But he was just so who's Miro gonna go after? Him, he... like petting him. Like it's good. I forgive you. I know That's he's been best. cutting cutting these promos about going after the title. You think he's going after Darby's belt? I hope not. Put him in the I think that's event. where he should start. Miro is the TNT champion. I mean, I, I don't have a problem with that. Give him the TNT yeah. champion. Let him run through. How? Give him. Let him have it for a year. Then, if he gets a TNT champion, he needs to have that shit for at least a year and just beat the shit out of everybody comes his way. He'll be putting. He'll be. He'll have to defend it at least once every couple weeks. I'm talking. He'll be everybody. on TV more. Bring on everybody. Bring on Murderhawk. Bring on Brian Cage. Every beast and mammoth in that division. Bring him over. Let him beat the hell out of him with that TNT title. Makes that title relevant. I mean, I know it is, but it isn't. Um, and then just let that thing go and let him just build up his his um, his arsenal of what he's doing and what he does. And just by the time he gets done with that title, then it's like, uh, yeah, he's going to be the next world champion. Yeah. Um, anything else happen in wrestling you want to talk about before we go to break? As far as like the shows this week, uh, no, that's about it right there. I think that's all the recap for uh, that really. Yeah, nothing really about. happened on NXT except I become a bigger and bigger Indy Hartwell fan every week, and she ain't even wrestling. Like I think her character work in NXT is fucking fantastic. Her and Loomis make me laugh out loud every mm-hmm. fucking week. Like they do something every week where I just bust out laughing, and it's actually starting to make me like Candice LeRae. Which I never thought I would say. I still don't like Gargano. No. But 
the whole uh oh my god in theory <laughs> when theory popped around the corner when they were looking at somebody go to the ring and he's like hey guys what's up like that whole faction is hilarious except for gargano like the way right now is the reason to tune in to nxt like if you like comedy shit that's what i took from nxt nice there was no santana garrett again this week so that's why I not worth watch. talking about that yep we'll be right back Welcome back, Boot to the Face, episode 135. I'm Rucker, that's Marty. Um, a lot of news this week, Marty. I don't know if it was officially announced, but WWE and MLW are working towards a partnership. Um, little, what do you call it? Um, I mean, call it? Triple H is the one that posted about it, so I'm pretty sure that's official. Oh, he did? Okay, that's cool. I didn't. Uh, I didn't see him post, I just saw the... Rumor and in your window, as those people on podcasts say. No, um, um, Triple H posted the, uh, I think it was a Twitter post, and was like, um, the forbidden door is open, MLW, NXT are now joined together, or something like that. Oh, NXT? Okay. I was hoping it would be WWE, because I'd love to see Roman and uh, their champion, I can't think his name right now, Big Samoan Badass, his name is escaping me though. Uh, I know our boy Peteopolis loves MLW. I catch it every now and again, but it's, it's it's hard for me to find it, so I don't watch it as much. But whenever I do watch it, you know, it's it's good. They got Selena De La Renta, so that's a reason to watch. Um, what's uh, your boy Leo Rush is on there now, uh, so I wonder if he's gonna be a part of the the talent exchange since he shit on WWE so much. But yeah. Uh, MLW and NXT, man, that'll be good. Let's fucking do it. Let's go. I like these companies working together. I mean, you got wrestlers that you like in different promotions, and you're like, what if? Everybody's pretty much wrestled everybody anyway nowadays, unless you come up straight through NXT and WWE, then you don't get outside of it. But all these other companies, these guys have wrestled before. Why not put it on TV if they if they can go with it? Yeah, I mean, I think the one thing to um, MLW, I think a, I've always felt that they're a really solid promotion. Um, they're just, you just, it's hard to find them to watch them. <clears throat> yeah. You know, they've like, been around for a while. <clears throat> they have. And I remember before they got their vice TV, like so there was a while where Santana was working with MLW and doing like women matches on there. And yeah. that's when, that's when I first started watching MLW. Um, but then like the matches one, they you couldn't find them. And then two, they were never aired. And then all of a sudden they got the, <clears throat> the contract with vice and I, I never, I never see it on Vice at all. Like even though I yeah. have Vice, here's the thing: I watch shows on that channel all the damn time, but I never see MLW pop up on there. Man, I'm so behind on The Walking Dead and Fear of the Walking Dead. Talking about stuff, shit that you watch, I haven't watched one episode of The Walking Dead since it came back. So speaking of Walking Dead, I could have swore Triple H was not posted that. I, uh, I could be. Maybe I'm seeing things. Maybe I deleted, or maybe something was fake. But I'm pretty sure he's the one that posts about it. Um, yeah. <clears throat> either way, uh, speaking of Doll, Walking Dead. So we've been watching Walking Dead for the last year. I started it this time last year around the pandemic, and then kind of stopped when I went back to work. Um, I've always, I've always been on it. Like that's since day one. I've watched it live every week or watched it every week. But we've been binge, we've been watching it, binge watching it because she's never been. She's always been behind on it. So yeah. we've went through it, and we just finished. <clears throat> Season ten, like the the main season ten, 
last night and started like the the bonus six episodes. So a couple episodes away from her finishing, uh, like being caught up with Walking Dead, and she's watched like Fear of the Dead with me for the most part. Um, but man, I know people shit on it. I love Walking Dead. I don't care what anyone says. I love Walking Dead. I love the comics. Um, hell, I mean, I freaking I literally have the entire series right here. You know what I mean? Like, I love The Walking yeah. Dead. It's one of my favorite books. Um, but my thing is, I know people shit on it because it doesn't hold the the story, whatever. For the most part, it does. It just has different path. It takes a different route to get to the same destination. Uh, and, and you know what? When you gotta look at, you gotta look at it that way too. So different movies, different. You gotta compare them differently. Um, but the second time walk, watching through it, my God, it's so much better the second time. Like the, I think in the first time you get caught up in, oh, this is slow. This is where does it leading to? Where is it going? It hasn't done. It. But the second time running through it, it's so much more fluid. One, you kind of already yeah. know what's going to happen, but then it all makes sense again. Um, I don't know, man. I fear the dead. It's just, it was good. Um, it's decent. I, I, I know people love the shit. I don't think it's better than the, the than the Walking Dead. I don't think that ever. Um. But it's good, man. I I enjoy it. There's just there's my problem with Walking Dead or Fear of the Dead is there's always been more people on there that I just can't stand than people I enjoy. Um, but then the last thing, the I just finally watched World Beyond this last week, like watched that entire season, because uh, it took me forever. It was it was it was like, nah, this is not gonna work. I'm mean, actually pretty decent, so I'm interested to see where they go with that. But if you're not caught up with Walking Dead yet or Fear of the Dead. Definitely I'm like four so. seasons behind on Fear of the Walking Dead. Well, there's only four like, seasons, so you're good. No, there's more than that. I think they're on five. Well, then they got a shitload of episodes per season because so many storylines have changed from the preview <clears throat> I saw the other day. Like, I don't. The last thing I remember watching was the guy in the wheelchair and the 18 wheeler and the chick. It turns out they were actually bad and they oh, weren't shit. like helping. That's that like was a, the last one. That I ends seen. up being like Morgan's best friend. Yeah, Morgan was there. Morgan showed up and he was like. You know, he's on his whole little fucking, like, Buddha trip where he's trying to get everybody to be positive and nonviolent and shit. And Which is Morgan being Morgan. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was the last one I've seen. And then okay. since then, I've seen, like, a couple previews of what's happening now. And I'm just like. You're only, like, what? two seasons behind. Yeah. Well, because, that's a lot. It's uh, like two a and job, half seasons. <clears throat> Don't you know how much wrestling I have to watch? Dude, like. There's, they... like, 85 wrestling shows a week. <laughs> they, um. Morgan, this season started off with like, or the second half of this season started off with Morgan like coming back and looked like he was going to be just like all out aggressive, just badass. And we got that for like 30 seconds. And then he shaved and he became bitch ass Morgan again. I was like, ugh. Uh, The Walking Dead, I, you know what? I love the first like two seasons of it. I've probably watched those like three times each. Like, I love the first couple seasons of it. You like up to the governor. Up until uh, I love it. Up until they kill Shane, like that, he literally dies she, in season one. He died in season two. No, he died in season one. It was season two when they were on the farm. That's where Rick no, killed him. At Rick killed him. They weren't. Rick on the killed farm him on yet. Herschel's farm. They weren't on the farm yet. Yes, they were, because Shane was out there. Remember uh, the gov? Not the governor. Oh, they Herschel's had just buddy gone. was they had out. Just got yeah. to the farm. It was like the night they got there. A couple no, nights, it was, a it couple was nights. far. It was like it. it was like after no, because because Carl's the one that killed him. No, well, technically Carl killed the the, the zombie yeah. Shane, but, but Rick killed Shane because because he was in the, he was in the bedroom healing up for the first week or so. 
But it yeah. Was, yeah, so okay, they weren't there for that long though. He wasn't there very long. I think it was only a couple episodes into the season two. Whatever. Shane should have won the fight, and Rick should have died. Shane's Rick sucked. Bitch. Fuck Shane. Shane was the man. Shane would have had them fucking doing all kinds of shit. They the governor would have got his ass whooped. Shane would beat the shit out of the governor instead of Rick. Rick got his ass kicked by every fucking white collar worker ever in The Walking Dead. Like the governor wasn't the governor like a dentist or a lawyer yeah. or some shit like that. The dentist and then was the guy that was right hand man. And then the guy that was uh beating his wife that Rick was sleeping with, like he whooped Rick's ass and gave him a concussion to where he couldn't fucking go out in the light for half a season. He whooped his ass so bad, Rick was like outside picking flowers and shit for half a season. Like he didn't want to fight no more. That shit would have never happen to Shane. Shane would fuck that boy up. He was picking flowers after Lori died. <laughs> Um, he was fucking. He's he didn't even have a gun. He walked around with an empty holster because he didn't want to fight anymore. Because that but that dude whooped his ass. Little bitch. Rick is a bitch. I'm gl- so glad he was gone. So glad he was gone. That's all I wanted was for Rick to be off the Walking Dead. Coral, shut the hell up, Rick. Well, even Carl didn't like him. He's like, Dad, you're a bitch. I'm pretty sure he told him once. Like, I wish Shane would have won. Anyway. So that's my take on The Walking Dead. <laughs> right. You get back to wrestling. <laughs> uh, Mick Foley comes out saying he thinks WWE should have an all-women's brand, which I don't know if you know this or not, Marty, but a lot of news is made this week by Mickey James on her show. I was going to say, Mickey said the same thing first. She said she pitched it to, uh, and I'm guessing that's where Foley got his idea from. She she had a pretty good interview on Gall TV like with, behind the scenes stuff and stuff that she was going through at WWE where they told her that women wrestling does not draw ratings and that the evolution pay-per-view was the lowest rated pay-per-view in the history of WWE pay-per-views, which is why they haven't had another one. And then she basically said that, uh, she's like, you know, you hear people say it, but for them to actually kind of tell you not so much that basically the women stuff that they do is just PR like, they really don't give a shit about the women wrestlers how she feels about it. So that's kind of disheartening because I feel like their women's division is the best thing they got going. And and it also just goes to show that people online don't know how little they really matter because everybody online touted Evolution as like the best pay-per-view they've seen in forever. But numbers-wise, apparently it was the lowest-rated pay-per-view ever, and that's why they haven't done it again. So... People online think that they're more important than they are when WWE doesn't give a fuck about Twitter. They only care about those ratings that come in. But how do you feel about uh, Mickey coming out saying WWE basically doesn't give a shit about women wrestling? Yeah, I don't. I that sucks. First of all, uh, it's, just, it's hard to believe that too, though, because like I feel like they've shown that they do. Um, not I don't. Evolution. Go ahead. I'll tell you why. But I mean, I maybe not not to the level they should. But I don't feel like they completely just don't give a shit about the women. I mean, they're main eventing all the time. They're more women's matches than they were before. Um, I think they could absolutely be doing a lot more. But at the same time, I think that there's more talent that needs to step up to get that spot. Um, they should. They not. I don't think they should just. It's going the same way with the men. Like just because they're men, they shouldn't be on TV. Um, they should be earning that spot. You know, I don't need to see Matt Riddle's bullshit ass wrestling all the time. He hasn't done nothing. He doesn't do crap. Put somebody of quality on there. Same with the women. You shouldn't. You shouldn't have to put women on there just to put women on there. 
put the women that are earning their right and earning their spot and and doing things and bringing people in you know what i mean like there's there is women town on there that and there has been on the past that they don't put on and there's a reason because they don't they yeah they, i guess they, they they don't draw ratings but they don't draw attention uh but then somebody else will be on there multiple times guess what because they pulled in those people um which is kind of you know kind of what i don't understand with some of these releases we just had because i feel like the iconics were bringing that shit in and then now they're gone um, but then again, I don't think we know everything up behind that. I don't, you know, who knows? There might've been more there than just what we see on, on the articles. Um, I, as far as things that were told to Mickey, I think it was, it sounds like it's coming from one person that's telling her this. And it sounds like it's the same person who sent her shit back to her in a garbage bag. Um, and if you watch total divas, that dude's a douchebag, man. Like he's a piece of shit on on Total Divas to everyone. So yeah. I mean you watched it. Like I remember when he first came on the screen, he was just a douche to every single one of them. I'm like, this guy needs to like this guy's ridiculous. He's the one that's in charge of, of talent and all the women? Like Are you serious right now? Um so I don't know. I don't think it's a WWE mindset. It might have been something that was said to her, and I think the guy was that said it to her, um that's his. That's his one hundred percent mindset. Uh, could the well, she, WWE be doing more? I'll, I'll say this though. She said that it wasn't him that that told her that. She said the person that made her feel like shit the whole time she was there and that treated her like shit is still employed. But she just didn't say who it was. Oh, though. see, so I thought that she said that and thinking that he was still there because then it's because I thought she's like blended that statement in with the, you know. No, how she she, got she brought stuff. him up. She brought him up and was like, "I feel bad for him, but I don't," because you know. He's probably got a pension that's bigger than all the money that I made while I was there coming back. So, you know, it is what it is. Like, he'll be fine. And she then she said the person that made her feel like shit the whole time is still very much employed there. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the women go, like, this is something that's been talked about <clears throat> since the main event of WrestleMania 35. Like, they haven't booked the women well at all. Um, after WrestleMania, the women were on Monday Night Raw in a three-hour show, probably like eight minutes. Like, but you got all this stupid shit that you, you're putting on TV, but you can't have the women on there. Um, Rhea Ripley, I don't even think was on there the first night. Sasha hasn't been on TV. And I mean, not even just the big ones either. Like you have all these women that are talented and really all we're getting every night is fucking Natty and Tamina versus, uh, Naya and Shayna. That's pretty much it. You know what I mean? Like to me, I feel like it was a publicity thing. I felt like they had a hashtag going. They had a movement going. They literally wanted to strike while the iron was hot with what the women were doing in the UFC and other sports. They did it, and now they're on to the next. And I don't think it's just one person that told her that. Like She's come out and said that a couple people have said other shit to her, too. Like When she wanted uh, her and Trish had to fight for them to have that moment at the Royal Rumble a couple years ago because they were told from the higher-ups that nobody would remember their fucking storyline. Like, who's not going to remember Trish versus Mickey if you've been watching wrestling in the past 20 years? You know what I mean? Like, so I, 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 I tend to believe it. I mean, I didn't want to, but to hear somebody that was in it, somebody that is honestly like all Mark stuff aside, because, you know, I'm a big Mickey James guy, but honestly, like one of the biggest names in the history of that division in that company. And they treated her like shit the entire time she came back. They would have never did that with the men. And then apparently they tell her that, you know, she's too old. She's 40, right? 
But she's too old, so all the storylines is one last run. Mickey James, the aging legend, trying to come back and get one last run. Meanwhile, AJ Styles is like 43. The Undertaker's like 78 years old, main event in WrestleMania. You know what I mean? Like Goldberg. None of these guys are being billed as fucking old as hell. They're just coming out being billed as superstars. So well, clearly they, they treat the they women differently. They feel it that way because everyone sees it that way. Everyone knows and sees they're old as hell. Okay, but why not draw attention to it? Why would you draw attention to a woman being I older? I don't know. And why not, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's so much stuff you could have did with her. Like, she's a mom, for one. She could have came out, like, talking to... I don't, I don't know how you could have booked it, but you could have made it like a women empowering thing with her or other women that have come back. Like, uh, Maria Canellis had, had her kid and came back. Like there's a, there's a million things you could have did First with all, women Maria like Canales Mickey James was on TV way more than she should have been. Talk about somebody who was on TV that shouldn't have been on TV. She was on there way too much. I didn't mind seeing her. I did. She annoyed the hell of me. Uh, but any, anyway, whatever. I think the. I think clearly the WWE now NXT that's a different story because it pretty much ran differently than WWE. True, but they at the same clearly. Time, I don't know, man. I I I hear what you're saying, but at the same time, I mean, this week we had Bianca, we had Bailey, we had Charlotte. Um, you know, I don't know. We we had the like the people that are running Sasha being not being there. There's something else going on there. She's just not like they're keeping her off TV. There's something. There's a reason why she's not there. She got man, beat at WrestleMania. Just a, it hasn't been back could just yet. Could be a break. Yeah, it could just. She was back one time. She did an interview where she didn't say anything. She could just be on a break. I mean, yeah. you got to think she, she was. She was, she was running hard, like, for like going months, into six, WrestleMania. Months, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so she probably just took a break. Yeah. Maybe she's doing some acting stuff again. Um, oh, I don't know, think it's they, anything they like. They are filming, you know, Mando. But yeah, I don't think it's anything like behind the scenes like bad. I think she's just got a break. Like I said, she was, she was the main woman on. TV for like almost a year during COVID. Like at one time, her and Bailey were on fucking Raw, NXT, and SmackDown yeah. every week. So I can understand that. Um, plus, I think her and Bianca aren't done, but you can't just go right back into it, especially now that Bailey's getting a shot at the title. So Why not? What, they, they, yeah. they bring Drew McIntyre right into the mix again. Because Drew McIntyre's a man, Marty. We just talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to break when we come back we'll close out the show and talk a little blood and guts stay tuned welcome back final segment boot to the face Chris Rucker and Marty Vasquez Marty we got blood and guts coming up this week are you uh, excited for it I actually kind of am excited for this um, one from the <clears throat> blood and guts match itself I just want in the circle to beat the shit out of the, out of the pinnacle I want MJF to get just knocked the hell out. You know what? With the exception of Sean Spears, I can't stand anyone on the pinnacle at all. But then again, same point. <laughs> With the exception of Chris Jericho, I can't stand anybody on the inner circle either. So, <laughs> um, but Jericho's my Wait, dude. Wait, I thought you were a big Sammy Guevara guy. I hate you so much. What did I do? You don't like Sammy G? Never like my guy. I know he's your guy. I can't stand Sammy G. Uh, but I'm 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 excited for that. I think it's gonna be a good match. Uh Cody obviously gonna get one over on QT Marshall. Um but I don't know. We got Moxley we got a tag team match. I'm I'm actually really excited for the four way tag team match. Um 
And I hope, and, and you know, we've got the SCU in that match, um, which I enjoy. But I want to see, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier, <clears throat> in the ending of Dynamite with Scorpio Sky. Um, I love Scorpio. That's my dude. And I hope he gets a match here this week, too. Um, I hope that he's, I hope that he's, like, just, they let him take off to the, to the moon and back. Like, that dude needs to be elevated. Um, I feel like they can do right by him the opposite of what they did wrong to Adam Page. Um, these are two, I think these are two guys they've kind of, like, slowly built up. And they keep knocking him down. But they haven't done it as much to Scorpio as they have to Hangman Page. And them turning him heel, I think, gives a little bit more credit to what they're going, that they see more out of him. Um, I don't think you make somebody go heel and make them so look dominant uh, if you're not going to help pull the trigger on them. Uh, there's there's no reason for it. That's just the way I see it. Uh, you know, if Adam Page were to go heel, then it would have been a different story. But they never let him go heel. Well, not to say he had to, but as a face, he just they just kept knocking him down as a face. I think that heel factor adds to Scorpio Sky. Listen to you talk about... Uh... Page and Sky together. I think they teamed Scorpio Sky with the wrong Page. Maybe they should have had them two team up. Two guys that have been kind of popular, get their run stopped, and then they team up and go after the tag titles. And you could have Scorpio still being a heel and Page kind of playing the aloof fucking, I don't know if I want to cheat, I don't know if I want to be a good guy role, and kind of give them a dynamic like that. But... Uh, I don't know a lot about Ethan Page. I know he's really popular online. Um, I'm enjoying what they're doing so far with them too. Like I, I like the attitude of Scorpio Sky. Um, beat the shit out of Sting this week, so that's it's always good to see people get get the upper hand on Sting without him just scaring everybody off. Mm-hmm. Uh, him and Luchasaurus throwing hands a couple weeks ago was was cool to see visually, even though it was awful. Um, but talking about you brought up. Uh, Moxley and what's your favorite wrestler's name? Kingston. You brought up Moxley and Kingston. Kingston. That angle, that angle was awful. Like, I'm going to step on his leg. I'm going to break his leg. You better tell me what I want. And then they kept faking and acting like they were going to jump on it. And it's like, just fucking do it. Like, you don't like the guy. He tried to break your leg. He tried to kill John Moxley. Like, why would you threaten to do it and then just walk away? Yeah, just fucking do it. Who gives a shit? I mean, like, it it went on way too long. It, How many it was times stupid. did Moxley run around the ring to come and just, like, fake jump on the on it? Exactly. Like, it was, oh, it was, dude. it brought back the fucking Dean Ambrose, like, cartoon shit that he used to do, yeah. which is not what John Moxley has been in AEW. And why? It's because he's teamed up with Eddie Kingston. I don't care what anyone says. I know people love the dude, but the dude's a fucking joke. I don't care. You know what? I'm going to say it again for those in the back. Eddie Kingston is a fucking joke. I don't care if he's a locker room leader. I don't care if he's been in the industry forever. Guess what? When it comes to in-ring and on-screen, the dude's a fucking joke. Simple as that. The dude does not deserve to be in the same ring as John Moxley or Kenny Omega. I don't care what your feelings on Kenny Omega are, but at the end of the day, Kenny Omega is still a star. Kenny Omega is still the head of an organization. Debatable. Um, no, it's not. It really is. You may not like the it's guy, debatable. but the guy's still 
a star. Whether it's New Japan, whether it's Impact, whether it's it's, um, AEW, the dude is a star. It's simple as that. You know, he's not a, he's not a, a mid tier. He's not a, you know, a jobber. He's not, uh, not Roman Reigns. He's not, I didn't say he's Roman Reigns. I just said not Seth Rollins. Mm, Hell, he ain't even Cody I, Rhodes. I, I think, I think he's on the same level as, as a Seth Rollins. He um, ain't Okada. He's not Okada. Okada. That's, that's the upper tier. Okada. He's not Naito. Okada. He's not, uh, he's not Ibushi. But he's also not in New Japan anymore, so there's a reason why he's not the head of that. Well, I'm just I'm giving you the stars from all the other. Okay, well he's not Cody, he's not Jericho, he's still um, he, he, but he's, he's not Moxley. He is a star though, but he is the same level star as those three guys you just mentioned. How I don't he think not? he is. I don't think he's not even close. Okay, well I do. I don't think it's close. But either way, what it comes down to is Eddie Kingston is nowhere close to being the same level as them. Eddie Kingston closer to Omega than Omega is to fucking Cody and Jericho. No. I'm just fucking with you with that one. Yeah, <laughs> I just I just want to see if I can make you mad with that one. That was bullshit, clearly. Um, <laughs> but I mean, you got—I don't know—Eddie Eddie Kingston's kind of the same thing we talked about with Darby, though. Like people like him; he draws a number. Whether you don't like him what or not, or I don't drawing? like him, which we don't. The I mean, clearly he's drawing something if he's there every week, Marty. New Jersey trash. Like what? They those some bitches don't have TV anyways. Somebody's watching it, or they wouldn't keep putting him on TV. They're watching it. He's drawing numbers because of who he's associated with. Guess who's right there next to him? John Moxley. Guess who is a draw for the organization? John Moxley. Somebody's got to take the pinfall. Yeah, it's going to be Nakazawa. <laughs> yeah, clearly. What if Nakazawa beats fucking Moxley? Ugh. The only Nak- way that happens is if like <clears throat> the elite come out. And the club come out and beat the shit out of Moxley. Not because I would just get lays over. So you got uh, who you got for the blood and guts match? Are you I, excited about? Uh, I not excited. Match. I got inner, you I, got the inner circle. Not only do I have inner circle winning, I think Sammy Guevara wins that match. Look at you coming around. No, it's not because of him. It's because of look at line. you. Bullshit. No, shut up. I hate coming you. around on the Sammy G bandwagon. Ain't gonna be no room. You better get on now. That <clears> thing's about to get heated up. Um, I see the pinnacle winning, but you just, you almost changed my mind with the Sammy G win. That would make all the sense in the world if Sammy G was to fucking make MJF quit. Literally, uh, literally that would be perfect. Or Sammy G and Jericho, just like everybody else gets kind of fucking neutralized and Sammy G and Jericho just beat the dog shit out of MJF and make him quit. Like there's nobody to help and they just take turns like whooping his ass. I want That'd some be cool. point. I want Jericho to beat the shit out of Tully Blanchard. Yeah. Um, Sit your I, but I, I think the Pinnacle's going to win. It makes no sense for the Inner Circle to win. Uh, my pick, just like as a wrestling watcher, I think, I mean, FTR's better than Pride, Pride and Powerful. Um, well, I don't know. They're kind of close. FTR's, FTR's bigger. Like their name re- value is bigger. I think uh, Wardlow's better than they are, Swagger. They're bigger now, but in the past they weren't. Yeah, I think Wardlow's bigger than Swagger. You gotta remember when they, uh, as LAX, their name was bigger. Yeah, than LAX was. Yeah, I mean, I think they're about. 
Yeah, they're, they're pretty equivalent. The they're pretty equivalent. Yeah, this whole team—they yeah. all match up pretty equivalently, except for Jericho's on a whole new level than than anyone on there. But yeah, and I think Sammy G and Spears. I think G is better than Spears. Like right now, I think Spears could be way better than him. I think Spears if, could he, be a lot if better. he's ever. I think he's another one like Page, where he just haven't been given the opportunity while in AEW to actually run with the ball. Yeah, and I think um, Hagar and, and Warlow are pretty close. I think Warlow can be a megastar when they finally release him, let him do his thing. Uh, yeah. But right now, because they kind of have him reserved and held back, that's him on the same level as Hager. But no, nah, when they when they let that dude loose, when they pull the he reins off Warlow, MJF, oh, that dude's the shit out of MJF, beast, yeah. yeah, like that dude is gonna be Omos, man. Like Omos is gonna be a badass once they release him, take him away from freaking AJ. Oh, you mean the new champions that won at fucking WrestleMania that haven't been on TV since? Yeah, those guys, those guys. Those I forgot guys. they were the fucking champs. Those guys. Um, Cody Rhodes versus QT Marshall in a singles match. I mean, I think Cody's going to win, clearly. How stupid. I don't know if you watched it. <clears throat> it was so annoying. They're like, oh, oh, some somebody's. I think there's somebody at the door in the bus. I'm like, you really? Some You think? You only see blonde-ass Cody's head right there in the middle of the fucking door. <laughs> Dumbass. Fucking Tony. Uh, Kenny Omega and Nakazawa. Versus Moxley and Kingston, um, Omega and them are going to win. Some yeah, kind of they're going to win, and it's not going to be nefarious. That's going to be obviously yeah. By some out. kind of nefarious means, they'll win. Yeah, uh, Britt Baker with Rebel versus to be announced. Uh, excuse me, you've been very disrespectful. It's Britt Baker, D M D. You got to do the little finger thing too when you do it. I fucking love Britt Baker. Her and Rebel. I love him. I love him. Rebel does a happy hour with that ad free show shit that everybody's talking about uh-huh. with Conrad. And I almost want to sign up for it one month just to go in the happy hour nice. thing. But I'm not. Um but I, I love them too. Like they need to put the belt on her like now. I Rio not Rio. She does good in ring, but she really has no story whatsoever. Like that shit can only take you so far. Like I'm tired of her being the champion. Yeah. I um, mean I love Sheeta. But they don't do nothing for her. They don't do nothing she's, with her. She's got more personality on, on fucking Instagram than she does. She's one of those people AEW. where it's un, it's unfortunate because I don't think that like there's some champions who the title just kind of it's like the, the champion isn't doing nothing with the title. But this is one of those cases where she's not doing anything with the title because the organization is not doing anything with her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if they let her do something, she'd be that title would it wouldn't even be questioned about it. But the fact that they don't Britt do anything Baker. for her, it's ridiculous. DMD is pretty much the face of the women's division already. She's the most popular. She's killing it in merch sales. Like she's the leader in their merch. I think for the last few weeks. I mean, she talked. I about mean, that fucking last week put on the, her promo. So put the title on her. Like, what's the what's what are we doing? I mean, put the fucking belt. On. I love I love her coming out like drawing attention to the rankings though. Like every time somebody wins or loses and her name goes up, like I think that is so smart. And I'm. I'm shocked it took somebody this long to actually call attention to it and make it a storyline. Mm. But I'm glad they did with her. Like she kills it every time. She's good in the ring. She'll get the title off of Sheeta, and then her and Thunder Rosa can feud forward. And you know, another another company. What we talked about with WWE, they got so many really talented women that they're just not putting on TV. I understand they only got two hours a week. Well, now they got like seven hours. They got Monday, they got Tuesday, and they got Wednesday. Guess what? Not a lot of people watch the AEW dark shit. At least I don't. Elevation. I haven't seen that Monday show since it started. 
Um, I like watching my TV, my wrestling on TV the night it's scheduled to. Um, I feel like they have so many people that they could use once they get the title off of Sheeta because Sheeta's pretty much ran through everybody. I mean, Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa, Britt Baker versus Ty Conti, Britt Baker versus Nyla Rose, Britt Baker versus uh, Red Velvet, fucking Jay Cargill. Like, there's so many really talented women that they have in AEW that they could use, and yet she was just running through everybody. And I don't know. It just it it doesn't make sense to have Sheeta just running through the entire division with no storyline tied to it whatsoever. So hopefully, eventually at the next pay per view, Britt Baker takes the title from her, and we'll have a whole new line of women and challengers to go. It'd be nice. I'll definitely see some different things on there. <clears throat> That's what you know. We talked about earlier about but about WWE not caring about the women's division. Um but yeah, there's you mentioned already. Like, there's just so much talent on AEW that doesn't make yep. it to TV at all, uh, and that's just not just women; that's men also. But they have so much positive and, and, and like solid women talent on there. It's just and we're rolling Jade Cargill out every night. Yes, as much as I like her, she's not ready. Like, she just gets up and poses every time she does move. Like, it's not real wrestling yet. And she said it herself; she's only been wrestling for like a year or less than. I understand she's got a look that they want to market. Like, I get it. But you got really talented women that have been wrestling for years that aren't getting on TV, and she's getting on there. Well, not only that, but, but then all we're getting, we get her, and we get Nyla Rose. Yep. You know what I mean? There's so much more talent that could be on there that besides the two of them. Um, and then the other matches listed right now as of for Blood and Guts Wednesday, May 5th. Which is also Cinco de Mayo. So pull the tequila out for that. Guess who won't be drinking anytime <laughs> soon? This fucking guy. Uh, we got, and the only reason why I, I like Jungle Jurassic Express. Um, I don't care for, I mean, the Varsity Blondes and the Acclaimed. I know you've, you've mentioned um, the Acclaimed in the past. Uh, but then you got SCU up in here. Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian, still on their undefeated streak, still on their we lose, we're done. Um, Man, I think they, I think they, I think they win. I, I, they have to win this match. Puts them up against the the Bucks. Um, I would love to see Kazarian and Daniels win those titles. Uh, whether it happens or not, I don't know. Probably not because it's the Bucks. But SCU winning those titles uh, would be fantastic, wasn't? Kazarian and 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 Scorpio were the first champions, right? Yep. Yeah. So put them back on the SCU. Give Daniels and Kazarian the titles this time. I think that'd be fantastic. Um, I got I got SCU win this match. I hope they win. I hope they win. I hope it's a good match. I think it will be a good match. Um, no, I think they're done. Do you really? Yeah, I think they've been teasing that breakup for a while. I think uh, Christopher Daniels cut a really good promo though. Yeah, uh, on the Bucks, like it was basically like I wrote it. Like it was everything that I think about the Young Bucks. He said so. I rewound it and I watched it again because I liked it so much. It's like you tell him, Fallen Angel. Yeah, I mean, weirdos. whether they're done. I don't think they're done after this match. If they're going to be done, I think it's going to be a done in a match that's relevant. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I think that would be a match against against the Bucks. But so that, before they get there, they have to win this match. Yeah, I think uh, 
they'll probably you're right. They'll probably win this match and then fight the Bucks for the tag titles and then lose that. That'll make more sense for to close out SCU. I mean, they just got Scorpio Sky out of SCU without even like him getting out of SCU. Like there was no storyline, right, no just, nothing. Like, He's just not away. in it anymore. Yep. Yeah. Which uh, before we get out of here, Marty, we got a question on Twitter from uh, our boy Joe. He says, "What if you get that Goldberg versus Rain squash match?" squash would they have pulled the trigger on the tribal chief with Brock Lesnar still around I don't understand how Brock Lesnar has anything to do with that though but yeah I think I think Roman was on his way to being the tribal chief Wrestlemania last year like that was the I think that's where he was going like when he walked out and challenged Goldberg he walked out there like the tribal chief just walked out and was like I'm next dropped the microphone and left and then in their little face-to-face interview they had when COVID first started in the ring he was coming off heelish as shit at mm-hmm. the time. So I think this was the plan the whole time. I don't know if it was Tribal Chief, but I think him he being a badass heel was the plan. Absolutely. All the time. And I think we talked yeah. about this last year. Like the whole like him going against Goldberg for the title and the squash matches beat the hell out of Gold, old man Goldberg. Like that's the way you do it. Like you you don't have him go a long match and barely get the win and be happy heel. You know, be happy a face. That doesn't get nothing done. But him to squash, beat, and destroy and embarrass Goldberg, that's a heel right there. And that that's how you do that match. That's how you book that match. So I agree. I I think we if if COVID didn't happen, we're we're a year into the head of the table right now. We're a head in a year into the tribal chief. Um yeah. Lesnar wasn't even around last year. So what they get that I don't I don't get that either. Like Lesnar hasn't been around since he got his ass beat by McIntyre. Yeah, so, which would have been the same WrestleMania that that he beat, Goldberg, Goldberg would have got beat exactly. by, yeah. So, so they've both been gone since then. So I, yeah, I don't know why the, the the Brock Lesnar thing is a factor on that. Either way, absolutely think we get the squash. Absolutely think we get heel Roman a year ago. Um, probably would have got heel music a, a lot sooner than having to deal with it last year as well. Um, yep. But no, I think I think we're I think. Well, put it this way: if COVID doesn't happen, we're a year from now happening today. You know what I mean? that makes sense like we're a year into the future then because roman would be at a much higher level of a heel than he would have been then put it this way then he would have had his whole heel turn with people there which would have elevated yeah. even more so and as we get more people there that heel turn that head of the table that tribal chief that mantra that mentality is only going to grow and i think it's only going to be elevated to a whole new level um I think we have the makings of Jarek uh, of Roman being like the biggest heel in history if he does it right. If they let it happen the way it's happening, and the more people show up to these events, the more opportunity that's going to happen. Thanks for the question, Joe. Uh, if you're listening and you want to ask a question, hit us up on the Twitter at Boot to the Face, and we will get to your question on the next show. Why not? We'll take question and answers. That's always fun. Um, any shout outs you want to give before we get out of here, Marty? Um, yeah, you know, I just want to, I'm not going to say any names specifically, but I do want to shout out everybody that that's reached out over the last week and a half. There's just a bunch of people. Um, I just, I don't want to miss anybody. So that's why I don't want, I didn't write anything down and I don't want to forget anybody. Uh, but all the love, the well wishes, um, everything over the last week and a half. I just, in a time, in a time that's probably been the lowest, uh, probably one of the hardest things I've ever had to deal with. Um, I appreciate that. The more than I can yeah. ever explain 
whether it was a, just a comment on a post or um, a post in the DM or a, you know text or whatever it might be, um, those words mean more than just words. Um, so just just thank you, appreciate all that. Um, we haven't been here for two weeks, so those who still still hanging around, still listening, still tweeting, still re- uh, retweeting, still commenting and listening. Um, for those of you that still do all that, we do greatly appreciate it. Um, and I, I, I thank you more than I could ever put into words of how appreciative I'm of that. Well, can't really add anything to that. So I won't, <laughs> uh, thanks everybody for listening. We will be back next week, back on schedule, weekly programming here at Boot to the face. I'm Marty. Peace. Later. It's the crew of the year that you're loving to hate. If you fucking with the team, you catch your boots to the face. Rebound from the boot, I hit the Irish whip. Don't be mad, cause we know your podcast ain't shit. Stop hating, motherfucker. You know he the man. RJ gon' hit you with that ringside rant. And them two hard hitters repping Montreal. Godfathers of the crew, making sure we ball. If you still wanna hate, it's no saving ya. You might get beat down on talk of mania. Listen to the whole team across body of work. It'll make you realize that you should have been first. And me, I cause chaos everywhere that I go. 80 proof and no less got me ready to throw. Don't step to the mic unless you want that smoke. FPC, the whole team is like a knife to your throat. Yeah!